Welcome to the FHE Podcast, hosted by Amy and Maddie. We are the Fruity Horny Exmos. Welcome back to the FHE Podcast, everybody. We are so excited to have some returning previous guests on today's episode. So say hi, Ben and Carly, again. Hi, Ben. Hi, thanks for having us back on. Yeah, you're welcome, obviously. Hi, Carly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having us back on. Yeah. I will pull myself together. (laughs) No, we're so happy to have you guys here. And um, again, if you're on Twitter and now Instagram, Ben's Instagram is at Whitecap Prophecy. So check him out there. He does a lot of deep dives, which is basically what we're doing today. So Ben's pretty much just going to take it over and... We're just going to be along for the ride like last time. <laughs> so Yeah, this will be fun. Just putting together the episode was kind of a ride this time. I so, believe it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> One also just like announcement real fast here too. So it's it's kind of still in the works. It's unnamed, but I'm starting my own podcast because yeah. I am a straight white male. And so it's my destiny <laughs> at some point it's to true. start a podcast. It's true. Yeah. Um, but what it will be is um, a podcast to tell the stories of people who have left the church. Um, not quite in the way that it's done on something like Mormon stories. This would be kind of aimed more at active members of the church who are open to genuinely hearing and listening to the stories because we've all experienced the the stereotypes and just all the myths about members and why we leave. So this would be helping address that. So anyways, follow my Twitter and watch for more news on that very soon. Some of the first couple guests are probably people some of you guys have heard of, mm-hmm. and it's going to be really, really cool. So. Ooh, that's yeah, exciting. exciting list to me, and I just feel... Yes. Ooh, I'm really excited. Yeah. And once you have a title, we can t- like totally do an update and just remind everyone what the name is and to go check yeah. it out. Today's topic is basically... Things that leaders of the church have spoken out against. Um, In some cases, banned. In some cases, just discouraged. Some of these things, it has been consistently banned and stuff for the whole history of the church. Some are things that the church went through a little phase or that one particular leader or set of leaders kind of had a problem with for a little bit. But it's just kind of fun to look fun and sometimes very not fun to look back on some of these things. And I think there's a lot of value in doing it. And some of it is going to be like our last episode, like those uh, we laugh so we don't cry type things. (laughs) Always. Yeah. Yeah. But so there will be kind of two parts to this. First one will probably be a lot shorter than the second part. So first, we're just going to kind of play a little game. And then the second part, we're going to dive into some of the more uh, detailed historical parts of this and actually look at what church leaders have said. Yeah. So... To start this off, and you can't play Carly because we just played it like an hour ago. That is so rude. Um, <laughs> so I have here 20 random things. Okay. Um, half of these are things that church leaders have explicitly either discouraged or banned. Um, in some cases, even like said is of Satan, that kind of thing. And half of them are things that as far as I can find, they haven't said anything about. Yeah. Or at least haven't said are bad. So I'll just kind of start going through these and okay. let's let's see if, how well you can guess. Okay. So okay. the I'm first ready. one is the Peace Corps. Right? Doesn't that make you think? You're <laughs> yeah. like, oh shit. I I want to say no. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, like 
Yeah, this is uh, already hard. One question. Bold. Yeah, I'm going to say no. You would be correct. So <gasps> as far I as I can it. tell, this one is fine and has always been fine with the church. Okay. Cool. That would um, be so on edge, even though I knew the answer. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, <laughs> like, I know. I was like, oh, no. Doubting myself. <laughs> yeah, me too. Psychologists. Against. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to say no. That they have talked about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or that they've said something. Oh, yeah. Just because in, my, in our own research, we've seen them mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. So I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you are right about that. Yeah. So this is obviously one that's kind of like varied depending on the leader and the time period and everything. But there are definitely some statements, especially from people like Packer, um, you know, saying things like uh, psychologists believe this, but we with the gospel know that this is the truth. And so, yeah. Okay. It drives me insane. (laughs) Um, Historians. (laughs) I want to say they have warned against it yeah unless it's a church historian Mm -hmm. that is pretty accurate yeah okay i did it yeah so there (laughs) there is actually a statement we'll read i think later in this um which is also from packer and you know he's not necessarily representing the whole church here but he kind of is um where he like singles out historians and says he doesn't like them and explains why um next one garage sales I know the answer to this one, so I'm not going to say it. Pressure's on. Oh, no. <laughs> you got to answer, Maddie. I'm going to say yes. That they have talked about That it? they have talked Pro about Pro garage yeah. sale or against garage Against sale? Yeah, garage the sales. church is against garage That's sales is your ask. answer? Yeah. Um, the short answer for this one is that, yes, they have spoken out against it. We'll get to the details later. Cool. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Next one, librarians. Socialists. <laughs> um, hey, don't read stuff from later down the list. Oh. <laughs> I did actually have that on the original list, but I Socialism. took it off because I was like, oh, this like, is too duh. easy. Yeah. yeah. God, yeah. I'm going to say, oh, I don't remember. I don't, can't remember if this was in your thread, which is good, but um, I don't remember. I'm going to say that they haven't. You're correct. Oh, they wow. haven't. I'm yeah, so librarians good are good. Um, <laughs> okay, one okay. would presume that that doesn't count if it's like anti-Mormon literature librarians. Yeah, but, like no. Sandra Tanner. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> exactly. we need to go. You yeah, do, do need to go. I need mm-hmm. to show you the stuff we got. Yes. Because yeah. so, um, it's really good. I was like a kid in a candy store. And I was <laughs> sure. like, white cat would love this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I need to see that. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Bird watching. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, you answer. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't either. I just talk a lot. Oh. <laughs> um, me. <laughs> I'm gonna say that they have spoken against it. So they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that we all you have never know. Yeah, so exactly. I'm exactly. like. Nothing is, is real. <laughs> yeah, nothing's off yeah, limits. It speaks to how random it is because there were so many things. When I was trying to think of like stuff that's fine, there were so many times where I would go through four or five things that I was like, oh, yeah, oh, wait, they have said that's bad. Oh, my god! And I like had to keep going to find something that was okay. And so it, yeah. it speaks to just how random and inconsistent all this oh, is. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Uh, flip-flops. I think they have. 
Yeah. They're fucking weird about <laughs> clothes. Especially, yeah. They're especially like, like feet for them. free, not here. <laughs> True. We pay for our feet. Yeah. Okay. In this church, right? we pay for our feet. Okay. Were, your, were you allowed to wear flip-flops in the church building as a youth? Um, I did wear them. I don't know if I... I'm not really a flip-flopper in general, but I wrote, I feel like I recall that it was too casual. Yes. But, um, so I want to say that they have talked about it, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that is the specific context for this one. They haven't, like, said, oh, flip-flops are of the devil, but they have said in context of wearing them in church yeah. that that's, like, really Like wearing denim. Really bad. God. Which I actually also originally had denim on this mm-hmm. list for the same reason. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um nose piercings i mean are we talking about things they've talked i mean they've talked against piercings and now i guess they've taken it back so yeah they have yeah 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 depression medication yeah who needs medication you have the lord and you have the lord psychology it will kill your sex drive which they do want yeah i mean they gotta make those babies um yeah i think so i mean um you were it's so funny because they're like you were born this way and the lord can take it back but then if we're gay they're like no (laughs) (laughs) so i want to say they have so this one, they actually haven't as far as I can find. Wow. It fits in with a lot of things that sure. I would have bet that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't found anything where they're huh. like, yeah, okay. like don't take depression medication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That yeah. is shocking. You do Pro-Dak find some statements only. where they're like, <laughs> the best medicine is like um, is prayer in the scriptures. Like you find stuff like that. Yeah. But so you it's not have, like explicit. Yeah. My mom took that to heart when I was a kid. Oh, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Game shows. I think they have. I don't like that it's always down to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm also going to say that they have. Yeah. They have not. Wait, I'm sorry. You Who could... is Ken Jennings? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You could make the argument here that they kind of have because, like, if it involves gambling, they've spoken out mm-hmm. against that. Right. Like, they yeah. haven't said, like, oh, don't watch game shows. These are bad. Yeah. That's okay. always been fine as far as I could find. Um, home equity loans. Homo equity? equity? They've talked about the homo. That's true. Um, I think they haven't. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's always that. Last time I trusted you, so I'm going to say they have. So they have on this one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good job, babe. This is odd because, like, I don't think there's any time where that was, like, a consistent, like, strong consensus. But there are like talks, I want to say in general conference, but I'm actually not sure on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but like certainly in like very formal settings by senior church leaders sure. where they've been against home loans kind of on like this, like don't get into debt type basis. Anal sex. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No. What? <gasps> Just oral. Just because oral. Don't they, give the gays any so, ideas. <laughs> You're right. They have not explicitly come out against it. Um, they have with oral sex, and we'll get to that in okay. this. Okay. Um, but I think it's one of those things that it's just like so scary or disturbing to mention, like <laughs> specifically that they have it. It's like taboo. <laughs> it's so funny because I guarantee 
I mean, at least half of the apostles in, that have been in the church have liked it up the butt. I'm just saying. Damn. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true. There's though. no way that they haven't. I'm looking at that painting of fruits and I'm like, it's fruity. Cherries, banana. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about public schools. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Are you on. Uncomfortable? <laughs> um, public schools. I'm going to say they have not. I'm Actually. I'll do the opposite of whatever Maddie says. Okay, I'm going to say they haven't. I'll say they have. So they have. This was particularly an Ezra Taft Benson thing, but in kind of his era, um, he was not the only one preaching this by any means. It was was like, you know, the public schools are being infiltrated and pushing a liberal agenda type Mm -hmm. thing. In that vein, owning goats. Hmm. Owning goats. You answer first. I'm going to say that they have not. I'll say that they have not. You're both correct. Oh, they we have did not. Did you include that one because we watched that episode of Severance last night? That's not a yes, spoiler. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what inspired <laughs> that. Nice. The goats are in the world and of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> okay, we have six more. I should have been scoring you on this, but I haven't. <laughs> that's okay. Next one, therapy. Yeah, I think they have. I'm also going to say, yeah, unless it's church, their own mm-hmm. therapists, yeah. So this one's interesting. I can't find anything where they like are disparaging against therapy, like say you shouldn't or anything. Mm-hmm. But it is like, I remember, and I'm sure some people like listening to this or like some of you guys remember, mm-hmm. like- I think I have heard statements kind of to the effect of like, be careful about therapy. It can you know, lead you away. Uh-huh. Um, but I can't find anything official. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes for this one, have until they... I know better, they haven't spoken out against it. Okay. Have they said anything like, like I, they wouldn't apologize, but because the church doesn't make apologies. But have yeah. they said anything about conversion therapy is bad? Um, we're not going to recognize oh, no. that we did it, but it is bad. <laughs> No. Not okay. that I can find, no. So and I, they're I mean, pro-therapy. I think you guys have an episode that that's going to address oh, that yeah. one yeah. pretty heavy. Oh, yeah. No, right? I got – I because we interviewed one of the members that oh, have participated in the sure. experiment, and he sent yeah. me the dissertation. Damn. Um, so that was actually one of the things I was going to show you of the materials we have <laughs> <laughs> since last time. So, yeah, we're going to go into it kind of heavy because it's just like so yeah. funny that they try yeah. to sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. Thank you they, to, like, to that person honestly, for sharing that. I yeah. know. He's so sweet and cute. Yeah, so, he was really nice. like, yeah. it's just so funny that they're like, if we just burn every copy or whatever, right. they'll never like, know. But, but it's, it's like, on the internet. Like, it's on, on the record. Yeah. From it, Latter Gay Stories. The internet yeah. lives forever. Yeah. It's true. So... Yeah. Anyway. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just angry lately. Yeah, Amy's in her I'm angry fine. face. Same. Yeah. Same. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hard related. That's right. Card games. Yes. Yeah, I'm also going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are we including yeah. phase yeah. 10? <laughs> There's so, no face cards. So I know. Some phase cards. <laughs> That's, sorry, phase that 10 is what his family used to play instead oh. of phase cards. Yeah. <laughs> That's or funny. like Rook has the exact same mm. deck of cards, yeah. but it's just like one to 14 and no face cards. There's and no so faces like, on That's them. what my family did to avoid the appearance of evil. My family also wow. played Rook. Mm-hmm. Mm. But my family know, said, can you hold this baby and play poker at the same time? And I said, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, 
<laughs> with card games, it's kind of interesting. We'll get more into this one, but it's like some of the time they just say card games and like sometimes they specify face cards, but it's like like it's there's all kinds of reasons across the board on this. Like some of it's because it's like gambling. Some of it's like some crazy conspiracy <laughs> theories about like this is there's like Satanist plots and there this is like the I mean the it's hidden symbolism with sleepovers. Yeah. Yes. This is a pretty easy one. That's the yeah. reason why I couldn't really have sleepovers when I was a kid was because yeah. my mom would be like, they said no, so now you can't. You're yeah. gonna you're gonna try drugs at this sleepover with twelve year old girl. My yeah. mom, I'm pretty sure, bought into that, but also she was like, "You come home so angry after sleepovers because you're so fucking tired." She didn't say that, but you're just, <laughs> you're tired, and then you make my day miserable. So no more sleepovers. I mean, I can That's understand fair, yeah. that, but, but yeah. also like, yeah, I'm sure the church had a had yeah. a hand. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah always and everything. Yeah. Speaking of having hand in everything, <laughs> bathroom doors. I'm gonna say I want to say they haven't. they haven't. Yeah. So they haven't. You're right. Yes. But the reason that I thought of <laughs> yes, this yeah, one I was like, hmm. is because I know of at least at least one or two missions where the mission president has had the uh, mission in Aries uh, remove the doors from their bathrooms. Because he's concerned that there are sinful things going on in there. Yeah. I have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's actually funny because I just read a thread on Twitter today where this person was like, I just remembered this weird story where my like companion was secretly talking on the phone all night, every night to their zone leader <gasps> for like ever. I and read that thread. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking thread. crazy. I was like, yeah, oh my God. Thread. And then he just was like. Yeah, and the zone leader's like, who are they going to believe? I know. And yeah, who's, yeah, who are they going to believe? The zone yeah. leader or you? Elder Dart. Yeah, they fuck you, his Elder name Dart. Thing, so yeah, fuck you, Elder Dart. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And in this case, like, um, so this was like one of my best friends um, who had this happen in his mission. But like in his case of his mission, it was explicitly so that they couldn't masturbate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Find a different place to masturbate. Exactly. I, mean. I was like, there's, there's other places. If you want to masturbate, like, you're going to find gonna a way to it do out, it. Right? If there's a will, there's a way. The yeah. problem with teaching that abstinence is the only answer. <laughs> they, ass is ass. <laughs> I've literally done it in a moving car. Damn. That, while that, I was driving. I'm impressed. That's some wherewithal and focus. Yeah. Some Why do you think corny's in our title? I'm no, just yeah. saying. <laughs> anyway, like I said, everyone knows too much. It's yeah. fine. No, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, down to the last two. So board games. Yeah. I'm going to say no. They haven't as far as I can tell. Nice. That's fair. I guess they've literally made board games and we've played one yeah, of we've them played on them. the podcast. We own two of them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um and uh, rock concerts, yes, I also think they have against yeah. yeah yeah that's where the children get drugs. yes so yeah, among whoever else may have Hinkley did too okay um, he did drugs I wish <laughs> um he did rock concerts actually Damn. they were awesome no he <laughs> no he he has a statement where he 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 um he talks about how both rock music and rock concerts and people at rock concerts are giving in to their bassist instincts. 
bassist. Oh They're just oh, having a good time. I yeah, thought, like most bass instincts. Not most... B-A-S-S-I-T. No. <laughs> yeah, they're not talking about a bassist. Like, like, yeah. What do I know about the bassist? <laughs> Listen, I think bassists are underrated. underrated. I am always most attracted to the drummers and the bassists. Yeah, hell yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. That's yep. what they're trying to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, we did it. I feel like we got pretty much the majority of them. Yeah. So good job. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Okay, perfect. Um, right before this, she was getting a tattoo. We tested those on the person who was doing her her, her tattoo, and she got about half of them right. Yeah, she and, did. Um, she's she in Nevermo, but she lives in Utah. So, okay, I mean, yeah. yeah, I was impressed. She got the, about the same amount that I did, correct? Yeah. Even if not more. Yeah. Yeah. That's. So, anyways, that's. As long as we took in that, that's kind of just the introduction here. Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, we'll get into kind of a few of those, but m- we'll mostly spend time on some of the more kind of serious ones that are less surprising, but that sometimes people like to pretend were maybe just speculation or personal opinions, and we'll kind of talk mm-hmm. about how consistently they were taught and preached and, and banned over time. Okay, cool. Um, so to start things off. I, I'm not going to get super deep into like the whole debate of like what isn't isn't doctrine, right. but we are going to put some things out here to think about because that's always like the question with stuff like this is, well, is that someone's opinion or was that an official teaching of the church? And if it was an official teaching of the church, was it just like a policy or was it like something that represents eternal unchanging doctrine? And right. there's kind of some of both here. Okay. So there's a page on the church's website right now that is titled, How Can I Know If Something I Hear Is Official Doctrine? So Carly. (laughs) um, You feel the spirit when you hear it. Will you read these two paragraphs for us? (laughs) Yeah, that's your name, Carly. Do you want me to use my... um, Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is. It is your name Mm -hmm. for this episode. Do you want me to use my... um, oppressed prophet's wife voice that feels yes. offensive but oh, do it okay. use your mormon message voice oh my god do yeah. it okay let me get the cadence <clears throat> <laughs> this question can sometimes take some work to answer but you have the tools to do it this is richard g scott <laughs> i'm the hottest motherfucking richard g scott you've ever seen that's fucking right, <laughs> right go on hell yeah If you wonder if a statement is official doctrine, try to find out where it came from. Is the idea in the scriptures? Has it been taught by the living prophets and apostles? Has it recently been officially published by the church, such as in general conference, manuals, magazines, and church websites? If the answer to each of these questions is no, you can probably safely conclude that it's not official doctrine. If the answer to any of these questions is yes, don't stop there. Keep comparing the statement to the scriptures and other officials. I'm falling asleep. And other <laughs> official sources. For instance, don't assume that a statement made one time by a past or current church leader is official church doctrine. I have a question about that in just a second. Elder Neil L. Neil L. Anderson of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles has given us a good rule of thumb on this. The doctrine of the church is taught by all 15 members of the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve. It is not hidden in an obscure paragraph of one talk. Bullshit. (laughs) True (laughs) principles are taught frequently and by many. Our doctrine is not difficult to find. So what Mm. is fascinating there is that Mm. they then cite one church leader in one place saying 
that. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so I want to unpack a couple parts of that uh, really quick. So it, um, one of the things it says is, has it been taught by living prophets and apostles? And has it recently been officially published by the church? So it mentions like recently, like has it been taught in our lifetimes or recently or uh, current members um, of of the First Presidency Quorum of the Twelve. Mm -hmm. So if doctrine is eternal and unchanging, then we can assume that if at any time in church history it met that criteria, then it must still be doctrine. So but wait, but uh, what if a living person hasn't? What if all the people who taught it are dead? Because at that time, in their time, oh, they said it, it recently, doctrine, which meant that it passed the test at that time. And if doctrine is eternal and unchanging, if it met the pest or test at that time, then it would still be doctrine today. Wow. Wow. They Critical just really thinking. just make up anything yeah. and yeah, say, that's like, fine. Okay, this, yeah, this works. Yeah. Yeah. So people forever. ask me what got me out of the church, and the answer it truly is critical thinking. So yeah, honestly, I'm still practicing that. Thank fair. you for your patience. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I would say, like, under that thinking, some of what we're going to talk about is, you know, simply a policy or something. Um, it can be defended that way. Some of it definitely represents, like, eternal unchanging doctrine under that mm -hmm. and i think there are some questions to ask that we may or may not get into on like what are the ramifications of the fact that so many prophets taught this for so long you know yeah um so let's get into it um okay. we talked about face cards a little bit um i'll go through this one pretty quick but like this has been taught by brigham young joseph f smith heber j grant spencer w kimball joseph fielding smith david o mckay and a bunch of apostles in 70s. I think we should put their faces on face cards. <laughs> I think it would be fucking hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah. Surely someone has made that, right? I don't know. I think we've Probably. just um, untapped some potential lucrative oh, sure. future. Yeah. We should do it. I'm going to put that on on my list of like... Merch. Of, <laughs> I guess 60%. Merch. 60%. You agree? Yes? No? I love that. <laughs> yes. Okay. We should do you that. Agree. Yeah, I no, 60%. I, Thank you. The last thing with face cards is I think the church, so there's like all these different statements about it. Um, but I think the one that kind of sums up the church's like a viewpoint on it best and also is I just found the most entertaining was from John A. Witso, who was an apostle in like the early 1900s, mm -hmm. who said, the pall of evil seems to rest upon the playing cards handed down to us from antiquity. Wow. The pall of evil? The pall of evil. <laughs> That's intense. Oh That's God. like in I, the I music, that. man, when they're teaching why pool is bad. Pool yeah. is the source of oh, all yeah. deviltry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's never made sense to me. Nope. Like what the fuck they were talking about. The Paul of Evil. The Paul Damn. of Evil. Band name. <laughs> but we're going to get to a couple amazing band names. Hell yeah. I was like writing through this and there's a couple points where I like have in parentheses after it like band names. <laughs> so good. <laughs> we mentioned the sleepovers thing. I was just going to get into that one really briefly because yeah. that one like for the fact that it was only said like a handful of times, probably twice in conference as far as I can find. That one like seeped into Mormon culture really quick and really yeah. deep. Mm -hmm. So that one comes from a statement by Larry R. Lawrence of the 70 in a talk called Courageous Parenting. And he says, may I express my personal warning about a practice that is common in many cultures. I am referring to sleepovers <laughs> or spending the oh. night at the home of a friend. As a bishop, I discovered that too many youth violated the word of wisdom or the law of chastity for the first time as part for of the sleepover. For the first time. <laughs> too often, their first exposure to pornography um, 
and even their first encounter with the police occurred when they oh were spending the night away Jesus. from home. So I'm I not going to say that Same. all of that is that I like necessarily disagree with all of that. Sure. Um, I mean, because I do know people whose first encounter with the police happen on sleepovers. I know people whose first sexual encounters happen on sleepovers, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is not bad. But what happens I, in Idaho? <laughs> um, I'm not from there, so wow. Well, I mean, for us, it was the grand tradition of a toilet papering, TPing for normal people. somebody's house, and yeah. like Weird. a third of the time, the cops get called. So yeah, you know, okay, it's, sure, it's, it's reasonable, huh? Um, that was actually something with with as orthodox or like as super strict as like my family was and like my upbringing was. My parents were totally chill with toilet papering and like loved us doing it because they thought it was just like a good way to like Wholesome get the aggression or, or, or like get like the need to rebel out. Mm-hmm. Huh. Also, I mean, they I like, like kind of respect it. Your yeah. parents really they're they're fun oriented people. Yeah, which I appreciate about yeah. them. Huh. Okay. I've never. Mm-hmm. TP in my life. It's just like not. Yeah, we would just doorbell ditch people all the time. Ooh, are you, Was that the chair? I, I think I just broke the chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's God. okay. It's okay. I needed to sneeze, so I was leaning away from the mic. Oh, I don't have to sneeze anymore. That's it. It's gone. I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh, it's we yeah, we like Is literally. It, no, it's stable. Like, okay, okay, it's stable. Yeah, I was like, we have other chairs. Yeah, okay. we do. <laughs> it's okay. We um thrifted all of these, and they're like half of, or at least two of them are from antique shops. So. It's okay. Yeah, was like this a, an antique? Um, I don't know. Don't, but I don't want to know. I, it wasn't They're like a lot hand. of money. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not okay. like they were okay. like expensive. It's okay. literally fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. Please leave that in the episode. Oh my god, I will. <laughs> I'll leave it in. <sighs> Damn. Carly, Carly broke our chair. No, it's no. fine. Yeah, they're good. like I said, they're secondhand. So yeah, yeah, it's fine my dead grandmother's chair <laughs> not like that they're not yeah, like not family like heirlooms yeah. or anything i trucked it across the plains right <laughs> from the old country yeah so yeah. no okay. it's, yeah no it's you're good literally as long fine. as don't worry about it as yeah, long as you're, you're okay you're good yes. yeah that's like, what we care okay. about please continue the last one of like the you know kind of less serious ones um is the garage sales one so yeah. we already kind of talked about that but just addressing the specifics there What's interesting with this one is that there's this huge amount of like very anecdotal evidence for it where Mm -hmm. like certainly I remember this like in not just like my family, but like my ward and like our kind of area and community like this was kind of uh, talked about. Um, And I've I've talked to lots of people who have said that they remember this being taught to and practiced. Okay. um, But like super inconsistently. Basically, I mean, like I talked about the thinking is that they uh ban well they didn't ban but like there were lots of talks against yard sales and garage sales mm-hmm. um in mainly like the mormon corridor because they wanted people to donate their stuff to di desert yeah, industries that's what i was gonna assume yeah. yeah um and so that's so they could make money instead of their yeah. members cool I, 50 cents is more than zero cents <laughs> yeah so I can't find anything official on this, which is really interesting, but Mm -hmm. I think the reason is because it was probably all in like state conferences and things like that taught um, kind of by more local leaders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It was probably in like a training or something for local leaders, you know, that an apostle gave to state presidents or something behind closed doors. And so that's, that's why it like has never really hit the mainstream where there's like records of it. Sure. Um, But 
I just thought this was an interesting one. I also think that it seems like this one is mostly kind of gone away. Yeah, I've I've, I've never heard yeah. of it before. Yeah. We always did them, yeah. but also we were poor. So yeah, we did a few yard sales. are fun. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think they're fun. So yeah. the people buying yeah. th- selling things is not as fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah it is yeah that's that's yeah. interesting but yeah i haven't and also it. like i kind of get this one you know like i think like there are like some good things that the church is doing with di you know like sure. i don't know enough about it to know if there's you know some practices that aren't good or something sure. but they're doing some good things and it it does kind of make sense to me like oh yeah like let's encourage people to donate that yeah to like this organization that we're using to help out some people so yeah yeah yeah, yeah i can um, see that too yeah so those ones aside, let's talk about birth control. Yeah. Um, let's let's do it. That took thing. a turn. <laughs> let's talk about you. Okay. So Don't copy this right. to I, me is one funny. of the like best examples of like a very strong 180 where it's it's yeah. not that they're like ultra pro birth control at any um, like by any measure these days, mm-hmm. but it's like very commonly used in the church and they were very against it for so long. Well, and also... I learned recently, so when I went to the gynecologist for the first time in Rexburg, Idaho, Mormon town, the gynecologist offered um, what they called, they billed it as like a wellness visit or a new patient, whatever, but it was like premarital exam. Oh yeah, I did that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I did not know that that was not a thing. And of course, as soon as I thought about it, I was like, of fucking course it's not a thing. Yeah. in other places mm-hmm. have we talked about this yeah i think this is so interesting yeah i actually didn't think about that in context of this but i'm glad you mentioned it because yeah. that's totally kind of right. same topic here yeah and i'm yeah. like okay so i don't know if if gynecologists are like there is an untapped market here or oh, totally i think i'm so. sure that and also the church is like mm-hmm. we're gonna pu- we're pushing sex on them so we might as well make sure that they don't have any i don't know anything they need help with at this time yeah. I kind of have a hard time with the statement that the church is pushing sex on anybody, but I get what well, you're once saying. Once you get married, not sex, yeah, but having fair. children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, pushing you. marriage on you so that you can have sex. Yeah. So you can have children. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. I, yeah. I've. Yeah. That's actually on our list of topics to talk about. So it's funny sex. that you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Sex, not. premarital exams. <laughs> 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 yeah, premarital exams get me hot. Yes. Anyway, but yeah, no, it's, it's weird because, yeah, it's not a thing. Like I had never heard of it until yeah. I went to BYU Idaho. Yeah, and then then that's where they were. Like, they gave me a little goodie bag, like Ooh, with a candle and candy. What they gave was me, like, in it? A sm- yeah, no, it was like a small candle and some <laughs> like chocolates, like Hershey Kisses and like chapstick. Oh <laughs> wow, okay, Rex not condoms. Ben. Obviously, <laughs> obviously not condoms. I was no. gonna say. Um, I know a lot of girls that went to the gynecologist that would get dilators. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Things like that. Yeah. They gave me some coconut oil for that purpose. Oh, see, that's yep. that's really cool because when I went to my premarital exam with that man, he gave me the most like sterile looking Ew. plastic tube of a dilator. Yeah. And he said They're like white, whitish, yellowish. Mine was like see through. And he was like, you yeah. can just like get it like you can just like run it underwater oh and i was like no i knew enough about sex at that point i was like that's oh incorrect. my god that sounds <laughs> i was like you're hurting. you're like hurting people like Ow. telling them that you're you're, you're a gynecologist tear. yeah it was yes. terrifying so anyway Ugh. i actually think like that whole thing is like super interesting because i didn't know until you mentioned it to me like this year carly that like that's not a normal thing like no, i yeah. just i like you know i hadn't even thought yeah. about it and yeah. i was talking to someone and she was like a what? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, wait. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 So um, 
with birth control. Okay, I'm just going to yes, read like <laughs> a handful of statements from like prophets and stuff here. Okay, perfect. Um, so let's see. David O. McKay, um, cited in Church News in June of 1952, said, When the husband and wife are healthy and free from inherited weaknesses and diseases Eugenics. that might be transmitted with injury to their offspring. Eugenics. <laughs> so yeah, there's like a lot of stuff to unpack right there. Yeah, sure. The Damn. use of contraceptives is to be condemned. Um, uh. Joseph <laughs> Fielding Smith called birth control a pernicious doctrine. The Paul of all evil? Okay. Um, <laughs> Pretty pernicious much. God. Harold B. Lee said, we declare it is a grievous sin before God to adopt restrictive measures in disobedience to God's divine command from the beginning of time so to totally and replenish the earth. Quiverful. They taught quiverful beliefs. Yeah. yeah. Surely those who project such measures to prevent life or to destroy life before or after birth will reap the Earl Wind of God's retribution, for God will not be mocked. God um, forbid. So that's you know pretty unambiguous. Yeah, damn. Yeah, um, Jesus. Hubie Brown, who's interesting because he Hubie. was definitely the most liberal apostle of his time. The sexiest and apostle. Can I get a name? Man, <laughs> he was the Uchtdorf of his day. I'm gay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Sorry. Don't, I, don't, don't I have no idea what he looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. He's the one who essentially tricked the church in, well, kind of like outmaneuvered uh, the rest of the apostles into uh, getting the church to publish a pro-civil rights statement at a, at a time when most of the apostles were very against the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. So like he was generally like pretty cool. Um, so but he saved the he church's said, ass in the future. They're like, see? <laughs> well, the problem is it. that it was mm-hmm. still followed by a couple more like pretty hardliner racist prophets. And so it didn't really do a lot, but it's still. The church was pro-civil rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can look back and say, thank God for that guy. Yeah, yeah. but like look at the years. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, anyway. we'll actually get into that one too. Really? I yeah. thought you were going to tell me to please stop talking so much. <laughs> no. So um, as an apostle, he said, the problem of birth control and voluntary barrenness is poisoning the very fountains of life and defying God's injunction to multiply and replenish the earth. Huh. I feel um, insulted for all quote barren unquote people out there. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. I, I wish I want to be voluntarily barrenless. I know. I <laughs> Honestly, same. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Weird. Yeah. I'm just I'm just going to like not for like overkill here, but just because it's interesting and seeing how much this was talked about. I'm just going to be like one or two more on this. Yeah. So uh, Brown also said the church has always advised against birth control. And that is the only position the church can take. So, I mean, that's also okay. pretty unambiguous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just being direct yeah. about it in that one, at least. Uh, similarly, his wife Marky okay? Peterson said Probably some have not. wondered if the church would approve such practices, referring to birth control. It never has, and it never could. Um, finally, Ezra Taft Benson, in a very Handmaid's Tale-esque mm. statement, mm. says, oh, no. um, the world teaches birth control. Tragically, many of our sisters subscribe to its pills and practices when they could easily provide earthly tabernacles for more of our father's children. We know that every spirit assigned to this earth will come, whether through us or someone else. Uh, There are couples in the church 
who think they are getting along just fine with their limited families, but who will someday suffer the pains of remorse when they meet the spirits that might have been part of their posterity. Wow. Jesus. I feel, oh, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my parents um, took that to heart because they had eight kids. And my parents grew up Catholic. So again, that like didn't help either. But sure. um, they like my mom had a really hard uh, pregnancy and delivery with my brother, number seven. And that's his legal name. No, um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> with the seventh kid. And my dad was like, OK, we're done. Sure. And my mom was like, no, wait, there's one more. And it was me. Sure. So I can't. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I'm still a little no. mad. I can't really be I, mad. Whatever. I Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure that's the same thing that my parents like thought. They're like what if we went to heaven after and we meet one of our kids that we could have had and i'm like and yeah. it was you and it was me a disappointment I, just kidding yeah. hell yeah <laughs> disappointment. Hell anyway yeah. anyway yeah so no, that's I've just yeah that's interesting. like that yeah. yeah it's weird yeah i just find this one so interesting because what they're teaching about is pretty like tied in with things that the church considers very important doctrines yeah and so it's it's hard for me to accept this concept of like well it's you know they're just products of their time it's like well this this feels like something that would be important to god you know sure. like this is mm-hmm. this feels like of all the things that god was fine to like tell joseph smith about like these random bones were a guy named zelf in the book of mormon and stuff like <laughs> this this seems like something that god would be like hey i want you to know exactly what i think about birth control yeah yeah um, and so it's interesting that this is just such an obvious example of where the church was so this is doctrine, this is doctrine, mm-hmm. this is doctrine, and then just kind of caved into what society was doing. I mean, yeah. And yeah. that's that's like been a thing with so many mm-hmm. things over over the years since the church existed mm-hmm. that they're like, you know what? No, we're drawing a hard line, a hard line. And then they get too much flack and they're like, fine, I guess it's fine. Yeah. And it's like... Mm-hmm. Do you, how do, how, again, it's the critical thinking skills. Like, how do you not see that it's like not from God? Like, no, it's just made up bullshit. No, yeah. (laughs) I got a lot of lessons in primary and women's about like peer pressure and withstanding peer pressure. Yeah. Seems like the church could uh, use those lessons. Yeah. Hair toss. Yeah. Literally. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I would respect the church more if they just stuck with uh, their horrible opinions right and that i mean the res- respect is a, a big no, term for that but yeah <laughs> like they just constantly are saying well we're not going to change it it's like no i guarantee in 20 years time mm-hmm. you'll change it you'll change it yeah. about gay people mm-hmm. yeah. magically because your numbers are falling so right. fast and guess what that's not gonna make me go back to church hell no no i actually think it's really interesting that you mentioned like you'd respect it more if they kind of stuck to their guns on this because mm-hmm. There are aspects of this that it's like still show that they haven't completely moved on this. So there's two things I think are interesting. The first thing is the handbook still explicitly discourages vasectomies. Really? Which I did not know. Yeah. Hmm. It doesn't ban them, but it it does say like we discourage this. Is it one of those things where it's like you should counsel with your leaders? It's it's not even that. It's a step beyond It's a step beyond that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, do they wow. say why or? Um, it's kind of in context of like the, all this talk yeah, about yeah. like you know you, we you just can't let another man want, touch your penis. We want people to have it's as gay. many kids as possible. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to have yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. cool um, cool. and then mm. also, and you'll be familiar with this, Carly, from uh, working like in healthcare and stuff. Sure. But the church's insurance uh, company. Yep. Which, let's just stop and unpack. 
that phrase. DMBA. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It, okay. The church's insurance company. So yeah. um, it makes a little bit of sense because the church is such a large entity, but also I agree with you. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. It so is. Yeah. It does not provide any form of coverage for birth control and will only pay for vasectomy or tubal litigation for a couple if the woman has already had five children or is over 40. So those five? are the only instances yeah. so where the church's insurance company will cover uh, birth control. Sorry. Jesus. Oh that's God. the only reason why it's legal. I just had to Google it because I'm like, hang mm-hmm. on. Like, it is illegal to to call yourself insurance and not offer. But mm-hmm. since yeah. they technically do after the fifth kid, mm-hmm. then yes. yeah, they're still legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But like, if you have, most insurances have to provide birth control for free. To a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder, this is a completely separate thought. I mean, well, it's related, but how many other churches have their own insurance company? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did the Catholics have their own? I don't, I don't think, think so. so because they don't. I mean, Catholics. It's not like. Have yeah. been around way longer. Yeah. And yeah. It's not like a built like, in society. Yeah. 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 Like this church. But they have like, know? they have like a, a structure, like a pyramid structure. Yeah. They yeah. are more centrally like organized. Don't and have that. Mm-hmm. They are more of a business entity than yeah. some of them are. But I don't. Yeah. I don't think that any church I know of at that scale is like yeah. as much of a business entity. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Jehovah's strange. Witnesses, maybe. No, I don't think they do. I don't think they offer their own, but like they fit kind of in the same campus. Yeah, no, they, yeah. they totally do. I, but I, I don't think they have from, their own no. insurance. They're like, I mean, I feel, I feel like Jehovah's Witnesses are like way less yeah. Um, yeah. capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> they also don't True. sell their own brand of underwear, which I feel like is a yeah. crucial distinction. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Honestly, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. That's, um, that's a fun fact. Cool about, um, you know, no vasectomies for. Yeah. Snip, snap, snip, so, snap, 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 snap. <laughs> you have no idea the toll that three vasectomies take on a person. <laughs> takes on a person. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. Three uh, <laughs> Do we have any more like thoughts or questions on that one before we move on to oral sex? No. Let's, uh, no, let's, let's move, move on, on to oral, oral sex. sex. Yep. Okay. Right. Oral sex. So <laughs> you guys were too this, eager. <laughs> Listen. This, yeah, it's fine. This was my favorite part of this because the story here is like so funny to me. Okay. So in 1982... The church sends out a letter to the entire membership of the church of course. to be read over the pulpit. No. Oh, oh my God. And so I'm just going to read like a oh part God. of this oh letter. God. Yes, please. Um, it addresses a couple different things, but it is like a very key part of the letter is mainly talking about how you shouldn't do anything that is Copulation. unholy, unnatural, or impure practices. But what does that mean? Okay. Well, anyway. here's, oh, are gonna... he, here's right. the answer. Go. Uh, verbatim. Hit they, me. They say in here, the first president, and mind you, this is being read over the pulpit. Yeah. The first presidency yes. has interpreted oral sex no. as constituting uh, an uh, unnatural, impure, or holy practice. If a person is engaged in a practice which troubles him enough to ask about it, he should discontinue it. We'll also note the all male pronouns there. Obviously. You know, Cl- only men are thinking about this. But yeah. anyways, hmm. so that's kind of the most like a they crucial the w- part of it. But then they 
add like some more just like discussion of that and stuff. I'm um, going to talk about temple recommended questions a little bit. But they won't talk about then, anal. So yeah, they okay. said the words oral sex over the pulpit. <laughs> yes. Which means that all of the children yeah. immediately turned to their parents and What's said, that? what What's is oral, oral sex? sex? <laughs> what is so fun is that nine months later, which is an interesting time frame for this, mm-hmm. um, they <laughs> totally like walked back on it because apparently there was so much local and like church level pushback. I bet and the guys were, were like, there were please, so I need a many members <laughs> saying stay out of the bedroom. And there were so many local really? leaders saying we have members telling us to stay out of their bedroom or we also have a problem with this. <laughs> Are and you so serious? They released another statement that was like local leaders shouldn't tell people what does or doesn't go in the bedroom. Oh, it's between you and God. <laughs> oh, yeah. my yeah. God. Yeah, because huh, I remember having this debate with my roommates in college. Is oral sex okay? And the answer was, yeah. it's between you and your spouse and God. Now, the funny thing is, that's yeah. not the end of it. Oh, great. great. Yeah, of course natural, it is. Naturally not. So yeah. that's, I mean, that's like my favorite part of it. But um, <laughs> It's normal few, and natural. <laughs> a few different quotes about it. So after that time, they kind of stopped saying like oral sex specifically okay. is bad. But they kept making statements that feel pretty obvious that, like, that's probably one of the main things it's referring to. And those were still published in church manuals, I mean, easily into the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, one statement, I, I think this is actually made before that letter was sent out, but it's it still just kind of, like, shows that this was not a one-time thing. So Harold B. Lee said, I was shocked to have someone raise the question about Oral love making in uh, the genital area among that. married couples. Uh, hate it. Heaven hate it. forbid any such degrading activities, which would be abhorrent in the sight of the Lord, <laughs> for any so Latter day Saint to engage in any kind of perversions of the sacred God given gift of procreation and mouth would usage. be sure to bring down the <laughs> condemnation of the Lord. And we would offend were we to engage in any such practice. So he was and not I, saying what I, that mouth do. I feel no. like there's kind of this like interesting voice inflection at the end of that where like i'm it sounds like he's saying like were we to engage in any such practice like we wouldn't <laughs> would do that never. that'd be crazy we would never do that um, <laughs> wow but then another quote here that is i think this is also given before the letter but this was cited like long afterward in, in i think is like still used in um, some contexts yeah is this is by President Kimball. He says, if it is unnatural, you just don't do it. That is all. And all the family life should be kept clean and worthy and on a high plane. There are some people who have said that behind the bedroom doors anything goes. That is not true and the Lord would not condone it. So, so there obviously are things that are against what god would have married members of the church do yeah. it is not specified so you know feel free to speculate so as natural you sure. does that mean yes to antibiotics or no to antibiotics that's an interesting turn here yeah mm-hmm. no okay yeah. that that made more sense in my head but mm-hmm. like the use of the word unnatural is interesting to me because it's very very subjective as far as yeah. what to apply it to and what not to apply it to. Sure. Read in context of other statements like this, the vibe that you get is if it's not part of the specific way to have sex that results in having kids. Okay. Because I was going to say, some people feel inclined mm-hmm. toward oral sex, which would make it natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But no, I mean, that's what I was thinking while you were reading all of those snippets was, of course, they're not going to say we're pro oral sex because yeah. you're not going to have kids that way. No. So and that's probably what they, they don't even talk about anal because they're like, who the fuck would do anal? That like, goes to the fudge room. <laughs> you know, but it's like Excuse oral me, sex. Sorry. Like that's like um, that would be too easy. We're all getting hit hard by the Adderall shortage. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, <laughs> I was going to bring up the gay thing actually because um, the church has used a lot of similar words like unnatural mm-hmm. um, yeah. when talking about gay people. So, just thought that was an interesting yeah comparison too. Yeah, like um, the crime against humanity mm-hmm. phrase and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, I mean, they just want you to. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say oh, some weird no. shit. Yes, I'm not going to. No, no, no. Say I'm the like, weird shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Say whatever was, you're comfortable with. No, I'm comfortable saying a lot, but mostly it's from Maddie. Um, just say it. It's fine. I mean, the church just wants you to finish in your wife. I was going to say yeah. it worse. What were you going to say? I was going to say. Take it out after. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, God wants you to come in your wife. <laughs> I mean. It's true. No, it's fine. Oh my come God. unto Jesus. <laughs> I've heard no. you say worse things. I have said worse things. I have also, that may be the worst thing you've ever said. (laughs) There there is is the song that is, I believe, by Zelf on the Shelf that is titled, I Can Feel Him Coming Inside of Me. Mm -hmm. Well, Come Unto Jesus, isn't that a primary song? I think Come Unto Jesus is a hymn. Yeah. 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 Hymn 117. I can still play it on the piano from memory. Wow, this was a weird moment. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I'm really curious to see how much of the last three minutes stay in the episode. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like uh, editing it. Amy's going to keep it in. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling it was funny. good. Yeah. Anyway. So next one, this this one actually is kind of like one of those like maybe like less serious ones. But there's there's I think something really important to take from this. So this is the whole one about not wearing uh, multiple pairs of earrings. Okay. Um, you know, okay. That was. That was taught at the you can't see it, but <laughs> top leadership level exactly one time, mm-hmm. but then taught at the local leadership level continuously and forcefully for yeah. like twenty years. Yeah, I was also taught that it said something in the Old Testament about <laughs> being adorned with one like minimal jewelry or something. Hmm. Like hmm. that was, I, I mean, call bullshit. I was but... like, can we all just make up shit and then yeah. just spew it as Ooh, doctrine? talking it ass. Like it. I can make my ass talk. Want to hear? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. What that ass do? <laughs> yeah. Incidentally to so that, much, Amy. the talk where Hinkley taught this, he was talking about it in context of be clean. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I'm so sorry. Get a a bidet, am I right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, wow. Again, sorry. (laughs) So this was the famous like (laughs) six B's talk. So it's like the B thrifty, B clean, B. I don't know if B thrifty. Maybe that's a scout thing. But yeah, the six B's. Yeah. So under B clean, he says like, don't eat where you should. Don't wear multiple pairs of earrings. Or specifically, like young women should Hmm. wear multiple pairs of earrings. Yes, it's under B clean. Why? Take that how you will. But young man is fine as long as it's not the gay ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put as many earrings in the other one. That's right. fine. <laughs> so what I think is interesting with this one is like, 
I was definitely taught many times that this was a litmus test on how to know who I should or shouldn't date because I could easily tell who was following the prophet's counsel. And I'm curious if any of the rest of you were taught this next thing, which is like lots of times, like in seminary at EFY, even I think at BYU, I heard people say things like, is multiple earrings like something that's going to keep you out of the celestial kingdom? Probably not. But yep. not following the prophet is. Yep, I heard that so many yeah, times. Yeah, I've heard I've heard stuff like, like that. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. we just unpack that for a minute? It's like just, yeah. they yeah. what so the prophet never actually said it? Or no, Gordon did. No, yeah. Hinkley said it. Yeah. But he was he he yeah. was the only one. I yeah. So he's yeah, he's the only so. one. So I, hmm. I think what they're trying to say is like well, you know, like maybe this was just a test of obedience, you know? Yeah. It's like you need to build obedience to be worthy of the celestial that's kingdom. That's what I was taught. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's – and kind of like what you were saying, you were taught to look right. for that in women that you were trying to date because if they had right. multiple sets of earrings, then mm-hmm. they're not a good member. Right. <laughs> well, like in the – it's a test of obedience. That excuse was given whenever you pushed too hard. Yeah. You mm-hmm. were like, well, where does it say that? They're like, it's a test of obedience. Yeah. Anyway, that yeah, was my yeah. justification for so yeah. many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like what I'm also hearing here is like one thing that one prophet says in one place one time that is like we're even basically admitting here has nothing to do with anything mm-hmm. can keep us out of the celestial kingdom if yeah. we don't follow it. Yeah. Yeah. Is like the interpretation mm-hmm. thereof. Yikes. I mean, it's just yeah. continuously holding uh, members hostage yep. for individuality. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's when I got my second piercings. Actually, my mom was like, well, I'm not going to tell you what <laughs> the prophet said about that. And I was like, I know what he said about it. Uh-huh. Like, I remember <laughs> I did this on purpose. Yeah. Right? It's not like you fell onto a piercing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I, oh just, I guess oh, I have to put no. an earring in. Yeah, oh my god, wow. Directly onto the little purple dot that the piercer put on my ear. How did that happen? So strange, so strange. Both sides. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. So next we'll go to uh, feminists, gays, and intellectuals. Swag. I loop these together because that's how they're grouped in the famous um, quote from Packer about this. Mm -hmm. So these, these are all things like there are lots of statements, obviously, on each of these three things. Gays particularly, you have a whole series on that. Yep. Um, yeah, sure do. <laughs> but we'll unpack some different parts of it here. So this was so important to Packer's teachings that it's memorialized in the church newsroom obituary piece about him. Oh, my God. And the way it's couched in there in between other topics with no context whatsoever is just like so funny to me that i have to read it okay so i'll just and i get like that's kind of how obituaries are where they Mm -hmm. kind of just like move through things in someone's life but like this felt so out of place okay I'm so i'll just read the sentence before it then this sentence the sentence after it perfect um so it's talking about his life it says he displayed rare and prodigious determination as a boy who wanted to be a pilot as a pilot who decided to be a teacher and as a um and as an apostle who determinedly taught and defended church doctrine. In 1993, President Packer warned that religion faced the greatest threat from three groups, feminists, homosexuals, and intellectuals. He was a lover of nature, especially birds. <laughs> what? And yeah, was an accomplished like... artist. Dead. Oh my God. That's, yeah, that's like... <laughs> that is so casual. So random. I mean, it's just another place for them to shove their indoctrination <laughs> yeah, in, like... so... 
Monica. Like I, I just like okay. So wow. like that's like we're saying like that's part of his legacy. Right. Oh, he also loved birds. He was a lover of nature. <laughs> like, he yeah, wanted to be wow. a teacher. No homo. No woman. <laughs> that's no right. smarty. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. <laughs> God, wow. so, triple threat. Yeah. Triple threat. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's right. Um, and shout out to the people who are all three of those things too. Yeah, so. true. Me. All those Me. feminist gay right. intellectuals out there. Hell yeah. I feel like those three <laughs> things do kind of come as a package a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, yeah. again, I think um, it's actually something I've been thinking about recently, but people who have explored their sexuality or at least like attempted to explore it to some, whatever degree, whether mm-hmm. or not you're gay or not, it's whatever, yeah. but it's, it's using the, the critical thinking skills. Like you yeah. have to like think of right. your life and your happiness and your attraction levels like way more than I feel like basic church members do Mm -hmm. so it it, it does come in you know the three so i agree yeah yeah so i'm not gonna like try and unpack the like other church members or other church leaders have said this about like the gays because Mm -hmm. yeah we do that yeah we all know that (laughs) um but so starting on the intellectual thing Mm -hmm. um so uh, regarding historians who I would consider intellectuals. Yep. Um, so this is also a Packer quote, just because he has the best quotes on this. Um, yeah, he told uh, D. Michael Quinn, who at the time was a BYU professor and historian. He did later leave the church and became like one of the most known historians about the church, as yeah. you probably know. But yeah. he said, when Elder Packer interviewed me as a prospective member of BYU's faculty in 1976, he explained... I have a hard time with historians because they idolize the truth. <laughs> uh, the truth is not uplifting. It destroys. I could tell most of the secretaries in the church office building because they are ugly and fat. Oh, wow. That would be the truth, but it would hurt and destroy them. Historians should only tell that part of the truth, which is inspiring and uplifting. So he's <sighs> admitting that... He's a misogynist. <laughs> well, yeah, that, so but also there. like, you know, the church's yeah. history, maybe. So <laughs> ugly. Is he maybe in his own words? Like, I am not, I do not want to empathize or sympathize with this man at all. But something that I learned in therapy was that honesty includes, it doesn't mean you have to tell the whole truth, but like, obviously this is mm-hmm. different for historians. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, and to clarify, that my therapist suggested that honesty doesn't mean telling the whole truth, even yeah. if it hurts someone's feelings, yeah. but telling the the parts that would be useful, mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. uplifting, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. useful. But that's not what a historian does. Exactly. I think yeah. in like an that interpersonal totally context, yeah. this was a really like in a different context, this would be a really disgusting way to say something that kind of has merit to it, which is that like. You don't have to say everything that's true because you should care about people's feelings. Yeah. That being said, like you mentioned, in this yeah. context about historians, mm-hmm. yeah. like in an interview with someone to be a BYU historian and kind of setting expectations of how they should do their job, that is a really odd thing to bring up. Yeah. And let me just say mm-hmm. again, in case it wasn't said enough, like what he said was disgusting and gross misogynist. Yeah, yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah, that's sure. absolutely not great in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I don't um, like that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's move on to the uh, feminism part of that. Yeah. <laughs> so some people may be familiar with the statement that the church made th- um, three years ago about feminism. 
Vaguely. Three years ago? Wasn't it, yeah. I can't okay. remember. Wasn't it about like the priesthood thing? Is yes. that what it was or um, no? No, this was after that. This was directly about feminism. So <gasps> it became a page on the church's website that is titled, What is the Church's Stance on Feminism? Wow. Why do you have um, stance? It is pretty interesting. So let me look here and read a couple basic parts obvious. of it. Okay. There's like four paragraphs. I'll just kind of pick and choose a couple things here that like are the key parts of it. So it says, uh, feminism can mean different things to different people. Fair. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it refers to efforts to ensure basic human rights and basic fairness for women, um, and also efforts uh, to encourage women to obtain an education, develop their talents, and serve humankind in any field they choose. Latter-day Saints support these things. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. cool. Love yeah. That. Um, great. However, leave, leave it there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, just, Immediately, right. however. Yeah. Yeah. That, that just be could done. be the end of the sentence. Yeah, he that. loves nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he loved birds. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, sometimes certain philosophies and social movements bearing the feminism label advocate extreme ideas that are not in harmony with the teachings of the gospel. These can lead people uh, to become distracted from or even work against the ideals of marriage and family. Latter-day Saints frown upon such things. So we'll go back and unpack that. I think in the spirit of fairness here, we'll read on. They also say, uh, by that same token, we also frown upon such extremes as male chauvinism, sexism, <laughs> lots, lots to think about there, Okay. Um, or any <laughs> other uh, cultural influence that would cause men to think and act in ways that are not in harmony with gospel teachings of respect, love, modesty, uh, chastity, e equality, and family responsibilities. Okay, hmm. so that's, hmm. that's good that they're saying that, <laughs> but I would, like to, I would like to see it. I would like yeah. to see the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're saying like we don't condone sexism, right. and yet the entire church <laughs> is predicated on sexism, right? So, and also, how many abusers come from the church? Yeah. Like, it's like so respect true. women and stuff, yeah, like but all like, that no shit. But I mean, they again, it's it's just they just cherry pick what that means to them yeah. at any given time. Let's go back here a little bit. So it talks about like how they support efforts to ensure basic human rights and basic fairness. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Let's go to these last two things here. All right. I love so, how you like got closer to the mic when you said you're like basic human rights. <laughs> so the I next one. <laughs> The Equal Rights Amendment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Maddie gets riled up This one gets me riled up. Yeah. She gets Let like feral out. about I did a, it. Yeah, I did a project about the Equal Rights Amendment. For school, yeah. For school. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So, yeah, Maddie knows a lot about it. So, I'm... Share your knowledge. So, yeah. Go I mean, off, queen. People, yes. people think that it's been passed, and it hasn't. I thought it that's, had. That's the biggest mm -hmm. thing, is mm -hmm. that it has yeah. never been passed. Mm -mm. The excuse they have is, oh, well, we have other amendments that kind of like fix a lot of these things but it's still like okay but like women aren't in and other people are <laughs> yeah. not in the constitution right and then i just know that the church has like actively like campaigned against, against, it. against they like it. talked yes. about it in like on the pulpit so yep yeah anyway but please go on yeah, yeah. i'll try not to get no so get riled up. i'll probably have <laughs> a couple questions for you because i'm sure you know a lot more about this than me um Yay. so <laughs> a, a couple things i had written down um so 
as recently as 2019, they reaffirmed their opposition to it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Elder Anderson sent a statement out that reads, uh, the church's position on this issue has been consistent for more than 40 years. So what is that position? I don't know, but <laughs> if your views are the same as they were 40 years ago, yeah. they it's not looking good. really yeah. good yeah. views. Yeah. Right. Like saying we have the same position on an issue that involves sexism and like not the flex but we're women's not rights and stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah, as, as Rataf Benson did yeah. is not a good mm-hmm. look. Not the flex it's really not. Um, yeah, it's not. If you go back and read it, so the church has some statements about this that um, uh, they talked a lot more about their actual reasoning back in like the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, their main thing that they've always said is like it's like too vague and not specific en- enough. Yeah. Um, okay. The way that I take that and like trying to read a bunch of stuff on this to kind of figure out like what that means is you get the impression it's kind of maybe up the same alley as like how they're against – any form of like gay rights laws that would Mm -hmm. like prevent them from being able to discriminate at BYU, like, (laughs) like in how they hire and stuff, like not that same thing, but you kind of get the impression that it's kind of like the same vibe where it's like, this is all great. As long as we still have complete freedom in however we want Mm -hmm. to encourage or discourage women from like having jobs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, (laughs) <laughs> anything you want to add on that maddie um not really no i just i just think that it's annoying that the church like <laughs> gets involved in politics like that yeah. and how it is like they cherry pick like oh yeah no equal rights that's great except um we still want to <laughs> oppress <Yep>. women <laughs> so yeah. yeah they're like don't take my right away to oppress women yeah exactly right. <laughs> and that's what like the most recent statement about gay people that the mm-hmm. church made it was like yeah we're we're all for the religious freedom act as long as you know, as long as we still have our religious freedom mm-hmm. to discriminate against yeah. gay people, yeah. basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, just, but yeah, no. Yeah. I just. We're for it in this context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. the history What's of, in the, it for us? of yeah. the ERA is, is really interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. I learned a lot just listening to Maddie yeah. um, rant about it <laughs> when she did her project. Because yeah. I, like I, like we said earlier, like I thought it had been passed. And the fact that it nope. still to yeah. this day has not. And it's been like over a hundred years or something like that. I, ha- I need to like yeah. refresh my memory. I but I remember learning about it like yeah. in school and just assuming like when we moved on yeah. from the unit, I was like, oh, okay. So they passed it. That's that. Cool. But yeah. It's like really they yeah, just no. moved on from the unit because it's it's never been passed. There's right. nothing, nothing to update either. on. <laughs> yeah. It's the same. It's yeah. stagnant. So yeah. yeah. Wow. And like it was, I think it was first introduced in like the 1920s or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's the first time, time that, ago. yeah, that they, that it was first written or like the words that became the ERA were mm-hmm. written in 1920 okay. or something like uh-huh. that. Um, yeah. And then there was like a seven year deadline once it had like made it to Congress and everything. Yeah. It's just never, <laughs> never gone anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So cool. We're not equal under the constitution. Absolutely so not. <laughs> yeah. On a similar vein, the last one here is interracial marriage. Oh, God. Um, So I'm going to just read a couple things here, and I'm just going to read these verbatim from a couple prophets. All they were said. We do not condone any of this unless it's nice to all people of color. Yeah. God, yeah. So Joseph Smith said um 
had I anything to do, and I think by that he means like, had I any say or anything, had I anything to do with the Negro, uh, I would confine them by strict law to their own species uh, regarding marriage and, mm-hmm. you know, presumably just fraternization or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brigham Young, you know, no surprise that we're quoting him here, but yeah. <laughs> he says, shall I tell you the law of God in regard to the African race? If the white man who belongs to the chosen seed mixes his blood with the seed of Cain, the penalty under the law of God is death on the spot. This will always be so. Um, in 1958, uh, Bruce R. McConkie said yeah. death on the spot, no mm-hmm. less. Yeah. Continue. Right. <laughs> um, Damn. Yeah, so Bruce R. McConkie says the whole Negro race has been... Oh. Um, oh. have been cursed with a black skin, the oh. mark of Cain. Okay. So they can be identified as a cast apart, a people with whom the other descendants of Adam um, should not intermarry. Yeah, that is a really Yikes. long way to say uh, no no mixed race mm-hmm. marriages. Yeah, white supremacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a long yeah. way to say white yeah, supremacy. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, well... Uh, so speaking of, of white supremacy, <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> like just kind of as this is like less of an official statement and more of like just a couple examples of like where people's heads were at. So like in uh, 1960 at BYU, uh, leaders were, um, in their words, very much concerned when a male black student received a large number of votes for student vice president. Subsequently, Apostle Harold B. Lee told BYU's president, Ernest Wilkinson, that he would hold him responsible if one of Harold B. Lee's granddaughters ever went to BYU and became engaged to a colored boy. Jesus Christ. My jaw is on the floor. Um, Yeah, go for it. I just wish that I was not at a loss for words so that Mm -hmm. I could... Mm -hmm more vehemently express my disgust yeah 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 Yeah. um i mean it's just yeah just uh again just furthering the racist ideology of um people of color specifically black people Uh being of the seed of cain which just is absurd (laughs) like Like, what what yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that kind of like goes back to the whole tangent about how Joseph Smith like literally rewrote parts of the Bible to make it more racist mm-hmm. because yeah. he's yep. because he's the one who actually explicitly said the curse of Cain is that you're black and mm-hmm. yeah which is not said in the Bible as you know but right yeah yeah um anyways though yeah so mm-hmm. it's like when people are like oh did you leave the church because of the race thing I'm like mm-hmm. you didn't leave the church because <laughs> of the race thing mm-hmm. yeah but. Quote yeah. unquote the race thing. Yeah, you mean yeah. the race things? The racist yes. things? Yeah. 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 And I like I think that the, like black people in the priesthood, that was the end of it. That's the whole thing. We generally think of it that way, yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh well that all ended in nineteen seventy eight. You know, God cleaned it up. Um <laughs> He changed his mind. Yeah, God and... changed his mind about black people in nineteen seventy eight. Black yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see that in June. Oh, so July. Yeah, in Denver, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got yeah, you. I go to Denver. <laughs> Tickets for yes. Christmas. Yeah. Oh my God. Come with us. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so fun. I, want to. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Well, it's just so. 
it's not hard to find more racist teachings that came after that. And like, we could do that. I didn't do it for this episode, but that's not Mm -hmm. hard. I think (laughs) speaking to my experiences for a minute here, um, like just in terms of things I was taught, not racism because I was born a privileged white kid, but um, (laughs) (laughs) like I know into the 2000s, I still heard like those teachings, like more like like benignly phrased versions of those teachings still just kind of swirling around in Sunday school and stuff. Um, You know, I've kind of mentioned in the past, like my upbringing was like, I think fairly representative of the more conservative, more strict members, but not like the most strict. Um, And I know like as late as, you know, sometime in the early 2000s, I remember my parents like reiterating this teaching like with approval of like, yeah, like prophets have taught like uh, people should just marry their own races. And like, that makes sense. They're prophets. They said it. So it makes sense. And at the time I was like, huh. And then now I'm like, huh. Yeah, like great. (laughs) Okay. Circular thinking. Why is that okay? Because the prophet said okay. And I think that like reflects mainly on just – what happens when you're just like, all right, the prophet said it, so the thinking is done, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there's like no questioning no. at all. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah, and this is why we want to have a person of color on the podcast. Yes. So we can like hear their experience, like growing up and hearing these teachings because we can't speak to that. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of the end of this year. Like, I, I kind of start off with the more fun ones, then we get more and more serious, <laughs> sure. and let's end with the really <laughs> shitty ones. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that is. Um... So that was a downer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. it's anyway, um yes. pretty pretty on par. Yeah, with everything that you know we've researched and talked about up to this point, anyway. So, of course, it's just yeah. still the same. And um, yeah, the church doesn't take accountability. Why would they? No. So. And they never will. No. (laughs) So, um, wow. Well, yeah, thank you for doing all that research and bringing it here and talking about it on the podcast Mm -hmm. because it is really interesting and I love when you do those deep dive threads (laughs) on on Twitter. Yeah, sometime wait till we go through like uh, the timeline of the temple changes. Like that is a gnarly one that people do not realize involved getting naked in bathtubs of whiskey for a while. So Yeah, I would like to hear it. I learned a little bit about it when we did the um, the temple the, episodes yeah, about the mm-hmm. ceremony. Yeah, and but I didn't like delve into the, yeah. the specific timeline. So yeah, I bet it's wild, pretty crazy. Just from what I saw, I was like, "What the yeah. fuck's going on?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, I haven't heard the whiskey thing. I've heard the getting naked part, yeah. but not the whiskey. Yeah, and then just like them touching your genitalia. Yeah, yeah. cool. At best, yeah. your hips. At worst, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, well, uh, to leave it on that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, yeah. No. Again, thank you for being on the podcast again, both mm-hmm. of you, Ben and Carly. Yes, and we like having you guys. Yeah, it's always just a thank good you. time, thank and you. it's always like validating to yeah. you know talk about these topics with other <laughs> yeah. like-minded individuals. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So thanks for you know coming and being on the pod again. Yeah. I really like you guys. Oh, yeah. we really like you yeah, guys. We like you guys too. Yeah, oh it's always God. fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we still have community. Yeah, fuck yeah. you church. Yeah. <laughs> We're happier. Yeah. Will That's you right. have any friends? Where will you go? Yeah. Wow. Look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, well perfect. Maddie, do you want to do the manifestation this week? 
I don't know why I said it like that. Maddie, do you want to do the manifestation this week? Let me think one second. Okay. Or anyone. Maddie festation. Maddie festation. (gasps) Amy festation, Maddie festation. (gasps) Anyway. Cute. Anyway. Yeah, hold on. Let me think. But if anyone else thinks of one, that's also... I mean, I feel like our manifestations are the same every time. I know, it's always like, go to therapy. Use critical thinking skills. Yeah, I know, so like, I'm trying don't to Don't like, be racist. Right? <laughs> Manifest getting a tattoo if you want to get a tattoo. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, like, be an individual and, um, yeah. you know, do mm-hmm. what you need to do to be happy. As long as it doesn't hurt yourself or anyone else, then... Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. And also, fuck them, misogynist, racist, bigots. Yeah. Fuck yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was good. Okay, Great cool. Job, that could just be our that, Yeah, that was like a collective. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that. I love it. So, perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, again, follow uh, Ben on Twitter and Instagram at White Cat Prophecy. And when we have more information about his untitled podcast project, <laughs> we will definitely update you here. But you can find those updates on his social media as well. Um, and uh, until next time with you guys, thanks for being on the pod. Thanks Thank for you. having us. <laughs> thanks. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>